Good morning, Little Italy. We're here at the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And together we are the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. Now, right, the Godfather Other Minute, Minute Brothers. Brothers. That's a better way of doing it. Now, this is a podcast where we go through the entire Godfather movie in one-minute chunks. Mm-hmm. And uh, what minute are we talking about today? This Andy. is minute 46. 46. We're back already with minute 46. All right. You want to give it a shot in Italian, Alex? Uh, sure. Uh, today we are talking about uh, minuto numero 46. You are... Guys, you almost there. Oh, so almost, close, guys. I was like, oh. Uh-huh. So what is it? What I uh, 46. Say, no say. S at the end? Correct. Say. Say, say, say is Spanish. Say, say, say. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. But no, that uh, means it's a minute 18 if you say, 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 say. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was the uh, number of the beast. Uh, <laughs> anyway, minuto numero cuaranta say. You got it. Which means uh, 46 in, uh, in American-ish. So uh, minute forty six. Uh, I'm going to change the format a little bit because usually I say well, when. Well, what do you mean? Usually I say what when the minute starts. Well, I'll continue to do that, but I feel like we need to sort of summarize for people more what's happening in the minute. In the entire minute? Yeah, just like kind of like uh, but basically a short note. So the minute okay. starts with Don picking out some fruit there on the Lower East Side, mm-hmm. and as the minute progresses, uh, some gunmen show up. They shoot the Don, and Fredo is upset. Just yeah. so people get the whole big picture before we start getting into the. Got it, but I thought you did. I thought you do that every time. I usually say when it begins and when it ends, but sometimes I feel like I forget to say when it ends. Mm. I mean, I don't think anywhere it really matters all that much, but you know, well, it's just nice to case. give some, yeah, some sort context. of give the overview of what's yeah. happening, especially if you haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, so, um, so that's it then. That's the whole minute. So we'll it. see you next we'll minute. Back next week. So until then, and take the, the gun, gun and leave the, the cannoli. Oh, wait, we forgot to rate this now. Okay. Oh, okay. we forgot to do headlines. Oh, right. Well, that's in the bonus content. Oh, that's right. So, anyway. Speaking of bonus content, if you yes. want to unlock the secrets to this Godfather Minute analysis, go where? Where do they go out? Godfatherminute.com slash support. Okay. Support. You can also go to joeyzazaismyhero.net. Zaza. I don't know if the retailer has to buy that. He has to buy any websites we mention on the show. Really? Yeah, it's a, it's a contractual thing. Are you being like- serious? org. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one might already be taken. Uh-huh. So yeah, the minute starts off with the Don, uh, Don Corleone, uh, picking some fruit from the fruits. I'm going to buy some fruit, as he reminded us several times fruit. in the last minute. Fredo, I'm going to buy some fruit. I'm going to buy some fruit. You stay in the car. Keep your gun ready and your friends closer. <laughs> no, your enemies closer. Um... Yeah, I was just suddenly <laughs> thinking that when uh, Fredo, we'll get to Fredo taking out the gun. Mm-hmm. It would be funny if he took out, he was holding a cannoli in his hand because oh, he thought he was. Uh, <laughs> you know, we talked, I think it was last minute about if mm-hmm. only the world had more public domain material, we could redo The Godfather and have some really funny bits in it like that. I think we could do a parody of it if we wanted. Oh, that's allowed? 
Where Fredo pulls out a cannoli. Yeah, exactly. And then later <laughs> on, it cuts to Fredo's wife opening the box of cannolis and there's a gun inside of it. She's like, oh. what? <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, or you find Paulie in the car and, and he's all passed out. Instead of riddled with bullets, he's got cannoli cream. Oh, oh Paulie? Oh, you won't be seeing him no more. <laughs> Uh, so wait, wait, since you said that, do you feel like we need to add a sound effect when yes. when anytime we say that? So you Paulie, you won't be seeing him. Yeah, one? like a like a ricochet or something. <laughs> oh no, like it wouldn't shoot be, out. It wouldn't be a ricochet because yeah. he gets plugged. Yeah, right. Uh, what if he? Uh, no, it would be. Uh, maybe I'll surprise. Stupid our, jerk. <laughs> That's what it should be. I'm saying stupid jerk whenever we bring up his, uh, his name. I guess we won't be bringing up too much longer anyway. Just, That's true. Because how many minutes are left until the uh, until until uh, we see the end of him? Until when? Until we the scene where he says, take the gun and leave the cannoli. Oh, because you want to hear the cannoli the countdown. countdown. Guns and cannoli. Countdown. Won't be seeing Polly no more. Oh, betrayed me. He got a cold and then didn't show up to work. I thought Paulie was a good kid, but it turned out he was the stupid jerk. I'm talking about a countdown, guns and cannoli. Countdown, you won't be seeing Paulie no more. You gotta leave the gun to send a clear message, or else you might lose your life. And whatever you do, take that cannoli. Don't upset Clemenza's wife. We're working on a countdown, guns and cannoli. You won't be seeing Paulie no Well, I can't just give it to you. How many minutes left, Alex? How many minutes left? I just realized we're doing this whole episode backwards. Are we really? Well, we did the plugs. Now we're doing the cannoli countdown. And then, uh, I will say that there are, well, what minute is this? 46? I think it happens in like 59. You're right. It does happen in 59. I'm going to say there are 67 minutes left. 6,700 minutes? 6,700 minutes. You are almost right. That leaves us with 13 minutes left. So lucky 13. And then after that, Paul, you won't see him no more. (laughs) 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 Got to come up with something cool. (laughs) Yeah, maybe a bullet, I guess. Yeah. Um, Or maybe a bomb, the old school H-bomb sound effect. (laughs) Oh, that one. <laughs> it would be like, oh, oh, like a sort of submarine. Oh, you won't see him anymore. You won't see Paul anymore because he sub- he goes underwater in the submarine. You need to do like a Calypso version, like under the sea kind of a, yeah, thing. Paul, um, you won't see him no more. <laughs> uh, so the minute starts off with the Don buying some fruit. And I noticed there was a uh, a poster in the back for Jake LaMotta versus Tommy Bell. Yes. And I looked it up and that is a real, uh, Mm. that is a real, at this time, forthcoming boxing match. Wow. It happens on uh, January 11th, 1946. So Mm. I guess if this is Christmas Eve, as we are Mm -hmm. guessing, then... uh, but that would put it about two weeks away. Is Jake LaMotta the the character that uh, Raging Bull was? He is the Raging Bull. Oh. So it's a kind of weird. Uh, of course, no one knew this at the time, but that not only would uh, Robert De Niro be playing Marlon Brando, but then Marlon Brando would also go on to play Jake LaMotta. So it's, oh, like, that's a, crazy. it's like a weird foreshadowing. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. If you were a time traveler and want to go back to bet on that um, match, 
Uh, it goes 10 rounds, mm-hmm. and it is decided for Jake LaMotta in a unanimous decision. So, oh, so they didn't actually win it? Or I guess no, he won it. But, he won it, but 10, 10 brutal rounds. Oh, man, that's rough. Punching each other. So. Yeah, so everyone everyone should go back to 1946 and check that out. Yeah, cool. Um, well, I have a few things about this minute, Alex. Oh, oh really? Good, good. Otherwise, it was going to be a very short episode. Yeah, that not a lot took place, but uh, I do have some questions. Every time I've seen the scene, mm-hmm. seen the scene, and Brando is is sort of crumpling and, and falling to the ground, I always ask myself: Is it, is he acting well at that point? Is that a good portrayal of someone who's just been shot and then falls to the ground? And I'm not sure why I always wonder that. I wonder if that's a sign that maybe it's not. Maybe there's a little chink in the Brando acting armor. There's a couple of things that bother me about the him getting shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is that when the there's that overhead shot mm-hmm. and you see the guys plugging into him and his ba- exposed back is right there. And there's no like s- there's no squibs, you know, blowing, making mm-hmm. it look like he's getting yeah. shot. There's no uh, physical it it it. it it looks kind of phony in that sense. Yeah. And it's uh, noticeable. I've never seen anyone get shot personally, so yeah. I can't speak to the authenticity, you know, cause in the movies, you sometimes people get shot and they don't even notice it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like they'll right. be like, Oh boy, it looks like we, Oh my God. And then suddenly yeah. they'll realize they're shot or they'll get yeah. shot and then like be stunned for a second and then slump over. And yeah, that's true. I just can't imagine that if I w- a bullet went through me that I would be, that I wouldn't notice it immediately. Well, and that you just wouldn't immediately go down. I mean, he gets he gets shot. What six? What did the Turks yeah, say? Six later? shots, and he's still alive. Yeah, they connected six. I think they even shot more than I tried to count yeah. them when I was watching this minute. Yeah. I think it was more than six. Uh, and you do hear a rick, at least one ricochet. That's true. So but I can't help but believe he, he, someone would just go right down after that and not um, not kind of kneel and then crumble and have any strength left. But I don't know. He is the Godfather. So well, yeah, I, he's not I, the father; he's the godfather. <laughs> I guess it's supposed to convey a certain amount of. There probably has a bit of artistic license. Mm-hmm. A because he's the godfather, so he's like he won't go down easily. Yeah, and two that he's Marlon Brando, and nothing actors love better than a big dramatic, you know, death scene or something like yeah. that. But um, which is weird because we know that he is uh, still alive. We know six shots, and he's still alive. Yeah, but. The audience seeing for this for the first time mm-hmm. might have just assumed he was dead. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of a kind of a, like a, at this point you don't know if he's still alive or not. That's a really good point. You don't point. find out until like a two minutes or next yeah, we've minute. seen it so many times. Yeah. Do you? I was wondering if it was really risky for the assassins. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they know that Fredo wouldn't shoot back? Or I mean, they had to. Know. <laughs> I think they had to guess. <laughs> But they had to know that someone would be there. You know, Paulie was on their payroll. <laughs> Paulie's on the payroll. Well, that's and then a- Paulie wasn't there, but someone and they knew someone else was going to be there. Very risky to just go out in public and start a Wild West shootout, right? Well, maybe that's what Paulie Paulie told them. Like, oh, listen, he'll when he leaves the office, it's you know, it's a quiet street. Everyone minds their own business. It's a dead end or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know. If I'm if I'm not in the car, chances are I'll be Fredo driving the car, and you know Fredo. Eh. Yeah. So, uh, but it makes me wonder why Paulie isn't in the car. What do you mean? Paulie's not there. He's sick. Remember? Oh, I know, but I'm assuming he called out sick because he didn't want to be involved in the in the 
the killing. Yeah, that's what but I it figured. seems like it would go even better if you had someone who was on the inside take there. Oh, so it looked more. Legitimate? It would look more. It would look less suspicious if Paulie uh-huh. was there. But then maybe they'd be worried that Paulie would get, you know, he'd get shot in the, in the uh, crossfire yeah. or or whatever. Yeah. It seems even more risky having, like you said, Fredo could shoot. Theoretically, could have shot one of those guys. Whereas oh, Paulie, he would have been like, "Whoa, I can't." You know, you would think yeah. it was the opposite. You would think Fredo was the plant. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I couldn't get my gun out until <laughs> I know. Yeah, so uh, oh, you so you are you suggesting that Fredo was in in on it oh, this early on? He's been working for Hyman Roth this whole time. Wow, and so that whole fa fa thing was was <laughs> staged. Well, he, well, well, let's say that for next. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, but he's doing that more in anger than he is in like sorrow. Oh, he's yeah. like Papa. Why did you make Michael the? Because uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't see his face. You know, yeah. he's actually laughing the whole time. <laughs> The book has some interesting points about this assassination attempt, and I like would like to read it. Are these points different than the movie or the same to the movie? It's Some of them are slightly different than the movie. Okay. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. Puzo writes, page 80. The two men wore black overcoats and black hats pulled low to prevent identification by witnesses. So first of all, I do think that's different. They weren't both wearing black. No. Puzo writes, they had they had not expected Don Corleone's alert reaction. Because mm. whenever he does, that's true. immediately run to the car. Well, I have a question about that, too. Okay. You want to stop and talk? Or should I keep Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. yeah, let's talk. Uh, does he, is he always on the, does he suspect he's going to, that there's going to be assassination attempt? Or Before they... Arrive, you mean? Like, was he like, huh? So, if I send in the turk, if I start messing with the turk, they might come. Mm. They might come after me, which is why he's more suspicious. But clearly, not suspicious enough that he doesn't like see Paulie not showing up as a. Yeah, good question. The book does not shed any light on this, but I'm going to go paragraph back because there's some. Wait, so I had a follow up to that. Okay, so when these guys start running, they show. Marlon Brando looking all like, huh? What's that? So mm-hmm. does he do that anytime so many guys have guys in suits are running down the street? He often assume oh, that, that if you don't get as far as you get in his business without being careful. Probably. And even maybe paranoid, you know. Yeah, probably. So uh, anyway, go ahead. Or go. maybe he saw that Fredo was um getting into the driver's seat and he mm-hmm. realized Fredo didn't have his license so he didn't want Fredo to get in trouble. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Fredo has to have his license. What do you mean? Because he goes to pick people up at the airport. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, I just, um, I heard something not related to this minute. Okay. Should I say now or yeah. should I? Yeah. Go do it. I was listening to another podcast called Mafia, which I think mm-hmm. I might have mentioned on the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. And uh, at one point they talked, they used the phrase Mickey Mouse to refer to, because uh, they said uh, it's starting in the 40s and 50s uh, when the mob started spreading west. Mm-hmm. They they would refer to like the local people as like oh there's this, like the the local crime people as like oh some Mickey Mouse operation oh interesting so when wait, pa- wait so as as the mob the big families of the East Coast New York moved west they would find local mobs yeah like some some okay. local guy who but was, not civilians no no not civilians okay. but like kind of like a uh, like a, the guy from uh, Godfather Two Don uh, is it Fanucci. Don Fanucci. Like yeah. that, like a sort of small time operator. 
who that they would then come over and be like, oh, these little Mickey Mouse things. So, wow. when, so when he's saying all oh, this Mickey Mouse nightclub, I guess he is specifically referring to a thing out west that it, that was not being run in a serious manner up until that point. Wow, so, interesting. So anyway, that's, I thought so that was, that's it. That's I the that origin of that. It wasn't yeah. really. <laughs> that's great. I assumed it was product placement. <laughs> Well, and it, and it makes sense that Fredo is complaining about that because he went west yeah. to join operations with Mo Green, and it was a big operation. Mm-hmm. Right? And he wanted to be seen as one of those serious mobsters right. and not just some local yeah. guy. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was kind of kind of an interesting. Uh, yeah, very thing. cool. Yeah. I'm going to go a, a paragraph back out. Okay. So now, getting back to the shooting, mm-hmm. pre-shooting, pre-shooting, pre-war. Uh, let's see. <laughs> out in the street, da, 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 da. when when Fredo saw his father come out of the when he saw his father come out of the building, Freddie went out into the street to the driver's side of the car and got in. Don Corleone was about to get in on the sidewalk side of the car when he hesitated and then turned back to the long open fruit stand near the corner. So this is when he's going to pick the fruit. We go by fruit. Yeah, going by fruit, Fredo. <laughs> this had been his habit lately. He loved the big out of season fruits, yellow peaches and oranges that glowed in their green boxes. The proprietor sprang to serve him. Don Corleone did not handle the fruit. He pointed. Hmm. The fruit man disputed his decisions only once to show him that one of his choices had a rotten underside. Oh, just symbolism, like... Symbolism. Uh, uh, symbolism. <laughs> Whoa. <Yeah>. Whoa. <laughs> Don Corleone took the paper bag in his left hand and paid the man with a $5 bill. He took his change and, as he turned to go back to the waiting car... Two men stepped from around the corner. Don Corleone mm. knew immediately what was to happen. Ah, so, so you, Susie saw men step around the corner. Yeah, but it did, doesn't answer your question about whether he he's like this all the time or whether he was on high alert because of this business business with the Turk. He's got me living on the edge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting soft. Oh, you think Don's getting soft? He should have waited in the car and told Freddie to go buy him some fruit. Ah, you're right. You know, but he mean? really laid. But at some point, you can't. Even if you're a crime boss, you gotta live. You mean you gotta take, get soft? You gotta take some chances and live life. What are you gonna live inside the inside the uh, the fortress, the compound, in solitude? Oh yeah, I guess that's a. You uh, take the risks. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? You take the risk of choosing fruit that's rotten? You never know. <laughs> that's why you always let the guy pick out the fruit don't pick out your oh, own yeah. fruit yeah i'm gonna let some uh stugats pick out my fruit for me <laughs> but don't you want wait if you're gonna let the guy pick out the fruit isn't he gonna pick the bad ones because he wants to get rid of those first and he's gonna wait to sell the good ones to the people who pick their own fruit do you really think a, a fruit salesman is gonna take a chance on selling don corleone's a rotten fruit ah uh, good point you know because he literally works literally right across the street that's not a <laughs> that's a short-term gain for a long-term uh, mess of problems but maybe the fruit guys yeah. knew that the assassination was coming because those guys had been there an hour before buying fruit and he overheard them he's mm. like oh don corleone's gonna be whacked in, a, in an hour from now so i might as well give him the dead the bad <laughs> fruit it's true it's a good opportunity <laughs> that's a good business man Sees an opportunity and jumps on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Puto writes, uh, Don Corleone dropped the bag of fruit and darted toward the parked car with startling quickness for a man of his bulk. Hmm. At the same time, he shouted, Fredo, Fredo. It was only then that the two men drew their guns and fired. Are you okay? It gets a little graphic. Okay, I'll cover okay. my ears. 
All right. It's not as graphic as the scenes with Sonny and Lucy. So. <laughs> I should hope not. The first bullet caught Don- DC. Can we call him that? Sure. Okay. Yeah. DC in the back. He felt the hammer shock of its impact, but made his body move toward the car. The next two bullets hit him in the buttocks and sent him sprawling in the middle of the street. Oh, in the buttocks? It did, oh, yeah. How that, undignified. Yeah, but apparently that's a good place to get hit because it's, it's fatty, <laughs> it's a cushion. I gotta say that uh, Puzo has an obsession with guys' uh, butts. Remember uh, when uh, when uh, Lucubrazzi soiled himself and oh, now yeah. he gets shot in the butt? Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the two gunmen, careful not to slip on the rolling fruit, oh. started to follow in order to finish him off. At that moment, perhaps no more than five seconds after the Don's call to his son, Federico Corleone appeared out of his car, looming over it. Remember in the book, Fredo is bigger than he's, like he's a, portrayed. He's more like a Luca Brasi type he kinda of guy. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love the image of them trying to not slip on like, roll on the fruit. <laughs> like, like Fred flips <laughs> everybody. <laughs> I know Fredo gets out. He's <laughs> oh, he's flipped. He's he's bobbling his gun the whole time while they're all slipping on the fruit. <laughs> the guns are shooting. <laughs> or that was Paul. <laughs> oh, Paul, you won't see him no more. <laughs> The gunman fired two more hasty shots at the Don lying in the gutter. Ugh. One hit him in the fleshy part of his arm, and the second hit him in the calf of his right leg. Wow, very specific. Yeah, though, though these wounds were the least serious, they bled profusely, forming small pools of blood beside his body. Mm. But by this time, Don Corleone had lost consciousness. And then just to follow up, Freddy had heard his father shout, calling him by his childhood name. And then he had heard the first two loud reports. By the time he got out of the car, he was in shock. He had not even drawn his gun. Mm. Difference, difference. We need, we need more sound effects. Like, difference in the movie, <laughs> difference in the movie. <laughs> the two assassins could easily have shot him down, but they too panicked. They must have known the son was armed, and besides, too much time had passed. They disappeared around the corner, leaving Freddy alone in the street with his father's bleeding body. Huh. It's funny that they mentioned that those are the reasons they didn't shoot Fredo. Yeah, not because like, well, our job is to kill the Don, and and if we kill Fredo, then that's all. Then, like, if they just kill the Don, that's just business. Like, yeah. we just need to get him out of the way. But Fredo was there was no reason to kill him. I mean, for several reasons, there was no reason to kill him. Yeah. But uh, well, I wonder what that meeting was like when the Turk was giving his henchmen orders. Did he say, "Hey, if if Freddy Freddy's there and gives you trouble, take him out," or did he say? Well, according to the book, he apparently he, he they could have killed him. It didn't didn't sound like there was any direction not to kill him. Right, not specifically. Yeah, but that is interesting because uh, yeah, he, they definitely could have taken out more members of the family. What if Fredo had been shot and killed? Then? Yeah, I was gonna say like that would have. Uh, well, I guess it wouldn't have changed too much history. Mm. Let's see. Well, f- let's think it through. You know what? Let's break this down. Let's break it down. So going out through the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, Fredo then goes out to learn the casino business. Mm-hmm. So that pretty much would have been the same, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, Mo Green they would, would have, have gone bought, about his business. They would have bought, bought Mo Green out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bought Mo Green out? Yeah. No, 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 no. Mo Green buys them out. What do you mean? Did you talk to uh, Did yeah, you talk I, to Tatalia? I, uh, no, I talked to Farsini. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm going to insert some crowd <laughs> you screams. Do your, do your line, little line. <laughs> we, we can't overdo the crowd screaming sound effect. Is that uh is that a good one to do it for? I yeah, anytime we do, anytime one of the, we do one of our catchphrases, maybe just once I'll, per episode. That's what I'm saying, but one in particular. Is it always the I talked to Blasini line? <laughs> we'll see. Depends if they just do it there. If they did it there, then yeah, then they should do it there. Let's each pick one line that will be our trademark line. So that will be okay. yours? Sure, why not? Okay, so every time that line is said, I will, then you, then you can, then. What's great about a, a large crowd cheering for that line uh-huh. is why would that line evolve to become the one that everyone cheers for? Like, if you think about it, it's in a sitcom. Like, what are you talking about, Willis? Yeah. I guess why would any line be? Yeah, I could, I could see it being change. coming a, really? uh, a coming like, a, in a in an alternate, not in this particular scenario. Yeah, but let's just say like, uh, <laughs> let's just suppose <laughs> that um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a scenario now where that could be. Let's suppose that like uh, someone was trying to organize a deal, mm-hmm. and they they uh, they, uh, they someone got busted trying to hide something. And then that uh-huh. could be like, I talked to Vazzini and everyone's like, oh, they're, they're finding out that this guy knew all along. <laughs> but it has to happen for it to be a recurring crowd cheer. It has to happen frequently. Well, once all the, well, once that once everyone found out how popular that was, mm-hmm. like once the producers oh. found out, they would come up with contrived situations oh, yeah. to, or like similar things. Like I talked to a martini and everyone's like, yeah. oh, <laughs> like, like let's change it up. You know, so, uh, so I'm thinking, you know, you know, it'd be great if in that scene in, the, in Godfather 2 when Mo Green says that, mm-hmm. when he says that line, all the characters in the room cheer. They think, yeah, yeah, woo. Oh, like yeah, Mo Green yeah. is. Oh, yeah, he's standing oh, up he's, for himself. He's yeah, sticking yeah. it to Michael yeah. now. <laughs> that's, maybe that's the origin of that. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, oh, yeah. and then Fredo even cheers a little bit. And that's why Michael later says, Oh, don't ever, don't ever take sides. Don't ever against cheer the, against the family. <laughs> don't ever cheer for that line i talked to barzini unless it's in the family's favor <laughs> he's like don't ever go against the family and everyone's like he's saying his line he's saying his catchphrase yeah oh, it's a never-ending uh. so think of, think about what your line is going to be okay i'll think about it mm-hmm. well yeah but i was in the middle of a story though wasn't i were um, we talking about something about uh how do we start talking about barzini oh what, what well, happens wait, wait, if fredo had died did you say that we were talking about barzini <laughs> 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 Wait, are you saying boo or woo? Like, I uh, said like, boo, but maybe you want to say boo because Barzini in this alternate God... never boo on sitcoms. <laughs> in this alternate Godfather reality, Barzini is a hero. And so when you talk to him, people are cheering. But when you say, I talk about him, oh, that's not good. Okay. So, so that doesn't get us any further. What were we talking we about? We were talking about if Fredo had died oh, in, this, yeah. in this scene. Mm-hmm. So I assume Sonny would have just as gone just as much on the rampage. Mm-hmm. Michael takes over. Yeah. Godfather 2, Johnny Ola reaches out to Freddy to set to get a, a traitor. So uh so if the if Fredo had died now, would they still have sent Mike to Sicily and all that? You know what I mean? Would yeah, that have, would Fredo, that have influenced? I, yeah, because I don't think Fredo played any role in that. Right. right. Yeah, they didn't think that Sonny was going to get killed. It wasn't until Sonny got killed that Michael became important to the family in terms of the, the yeah. business. 
So he still goes to Sicily. So he goes to Sicily. Sonny is the head of the family while Michael's in Sicily. Sonny gets killed while Michael's in Sicily. Yeah. When he gets killed, that's when the Don brings Michael back. And yeah. brokers the peace and then brings Michael back. Yeah, because that's when so, that's when I guess Tom is temporarily running the family. Yeah. That, and he that tells the Don there. what everyone else seems to know. They work to bring Michael back. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the rest of the movie pretty much plays out the same. Yeah, I don't think it would have had any impact. Well, what about part two? Yeah, I was fast forwarding to part two. So Johnny Ola wouldn't have anyone to reach out to or he'd reach out to someone else. But right. it's still unclear to me when Fredo double crosses the family, what impact does that have on the family? I mean, you get people in the compound that shoot the machine guns. Uh, Whereas children come to play with their toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what about the, I guess that contributes to the overall, uh, war with Roth and Michael, like would mm-hmm. Frankie, Frankie five angels have been strangled still mm. or would that, I, that part is still like uh, vague to me as to what, yeah, uh, that's, we're going to have to do some serious analysis yeah. when we get to that minute. So really, you know, Michael doesn't, uh. Nothing. Ha- no one like gets hurt. No one actually gets killed or hurt. I mean, other than some bodyguards. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I guess that's it. It's inconsequential. Well, but I mean, ultimately, then you could say that if Fredo doesn't become a traitor, then Michael isn't haunted by the guilt of, mm-hmm. of killing uh, Fredo. So him and would, Connie and and would just you know continue to run the family and yeah, but that happens anyway. Just that they're. Right, but I guess yeah, the difference is that Michael guilt. is haunted by this. Yeah. Even more wants to make the family legitimate because he sees it as he has to atone for his, you know, he wants to buy yeah. a Wubayade because of, he wants them to become a legitimate thing to prove that it was all worth it. You know yeah, what I mean? because if he didn't go any further, it would have been like, oh my gosh, I had my brother killed and yeah, we're still for nothing. in this. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I guess he always thought, saw it as a sacrifice. Right, yeah. Tough choices that you have to make when you're, yeah. the, when you're the father. Anyway, Boy, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. heavy analysis. So anyway, basically we're afraid Fredo's death meant nothing. <laughs> His <laughs> life and death meant nothing. Yeah. Well, one other wow. impossible impact, do you think the framing of Senator Geary would have been different? Because wasn't that one of Fredo, Fredo's Mickey Mouse nightclubs? But I have to assume that if that wasn't if it wasn't him, then it would have been some other. Someone it would have been one of Tessio's yeah. nightclubs or yeah. one of, you know, some other guy's nightclubs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they would have some way of getting yeah. to him. It wouldn't have to be Fredo. Yeah. Because if there's one thing history teaches us, you can get to anyone. Mm-hmm. So. Well, wait a minute. I think we're, we're, we're not seeing something. How would, uh, the, how would the cash have gotten to Cuba? <laughs> That's a good question. The money never made it to the uh, hotel room. Or wouldn't have without Fredo, right? Remember, he carries the money personally, right? But wouldn't um, wouldn't they just have gotten some, <laughs> some like? Else? A, so you're saying he's replaceable in all of these different. <laughs> so there's contexts. nothing he does that is, he's probably the most replaceable character. Would you mm. say he's the most replaceable? Well, we'll wow. keep that in mind for future yeah, like, we'll future, future occasions. Yeah. Uh, oh, I do have a, a footnote here yeah. in my notes. In the previous minute, we asked. If this happened before, on, or after Christmas. Oh, yeah. And it is definitely before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit more from the book. May I read? Um, I'll allow it. Okay. This minute is a little light on action, but as far as what took, took place. Now, this is happening, what I'm about to read is happening right around the time while the Don is getting assassinated. And it's about Mike and Kay. 
Wait, so should we save that for the next minute? Okay, we can do that. Because I mean, we've seen Michael and Kay. Yeah, it's before you see what we're going to see right. in the next minute, though. Yeah, let's save it for next minute. Let's save it for Okay. I feel like next minute has less less meat on it. Okay. So, But I do have a question getting back to Fredo for a second. Okay. What... Sh- we all laugh because Fredo bobbles the gun and stuff. Mm-hmm. But suppose that had been Sonny there mm-hmm. instead. What would... Obviously, the first thing you want to try to do is shoot the guys when they're there. Mm-hmm. But say they start running away. Should Fredo have chased after them, trying to shoot them? Or is it more important to stay with the Dom and keep him safe? You're saying that what would Sonny have done? What would Sonny have done if he was in that situation? Sonny very well could have gotten killed himself, too. Because yeah. if he got into a gunfight with those guys, they could have, yeah. you know. He's outnumbered and outgunned. Boy, what would Sonny have done? I think he would have definitely returned fire. I mm-hmm. think he would have chased him a little bit because his temper would have gotten the better of him. Right. But at some point... If it if he kept pursuing them and pursuing them maybe like half a block or so, he probably would have figured it out and went back and got help for the Don. I'm going to say he wouldn't have. I want to say he would have just been so caught up in the chase that he would have just kept yeah. like been, been that's so. More, that's like, more to his character. Yeah. And if anything, on another, on a, like an unconscious level, he might be like, that is so, I don't even want to deal with that. I want to deal with mm-hmm. like killing these guys because that's easy and I know what to do when it's straightforward yeah. as opposed to having to now suddenly deal with, you know. Yeah, it's his dead father. So, and so maybe, Fredo makes the right choice. And maybe Sonny was chasing. Maybe Sonny would have chased them, but not so fast to catch up with them because maybe way deep down he realizes now I'm going to be the man. Oh, are you saying Sonny orchestrated this whole thing? I don't know. Did Sonny talk to Barzini? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't flow. Huh? Well. Huh? <laughs> yeah. The audience, right? Yeah. <laughs> What are the, there have to be three to five recurring sitcom group responses. One is clearly the the cheering. Cheering, just laughing. Laughing. Yeah. Okay. There's the, ooh, and somebody says something like, you know, bad. Like Colt. Somebody use that. That's three. Laughing, cheering, the ooh. Uh, There's the silence. Which you get in all the family every now and then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, on those uh, the different strokes, very special episodes. Yeah, you get the silence. Hmm. That might be it. What about like a oh, like when someone's doing something, like you know, when somebody's getting up to mischief, like they show Isn't Bobby it? Brady pouring in the, or is that more like the ooh? That seems more like a danger thing mm. than a, than a okay. Like oh, what is he doing oh. now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there, is there ever an aww? Oh, totally. Really? Yeah, like if uh, if if uh, they show uh, Michael's son drive in in a little electric car, everyone will go, oh, aww. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah something I said like about that. four. I love four. you, Daddy. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> and they kiss. <laughs> He's like, now get out of here. Because I need another drink. No, no, that's silence. We're going to end up in silence. (laughs) I wasn't sure what the nature of the show was. (laughs) Wow, there's a a whipsaw of emotions there. Uh, Anything anything else? You got any other notes? Don goes down. This is a huge turning point. It's the first person we see shot in the movie. Mm -hmm. But not the first person we see dead. Well, we've already seen uh, we've already seen Luca dead, mm-hmm. but we've never seen anyone shot to death. So we've seen someone stabbed, we've seen someone garroted, and mm-hmm. now we've seen someone shot. We've seen and someone punched. Remember Sonny? Who's oh, no, no, he didn't punch it. He pushed the photographer. Oh, yeah, that, that could count as assault. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Book them on a salt. Uh, yeah, but uh, you'd have to show cause. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that's going to be your line. Oh, okay. That's I'll your go to line. I'll go for that one. Okay. No, actually, you know what? I, when I say it, I want everyone to go, oh. oh. It, is, it is kind of a threatening line. So I'm going <laughs> to say everyone go, oh. So you're going to have to. Wait, what are you, oh what is he? You're going to have to go for a judge Here and show before cause? a judge in the morning and show cause. Oh. <laughs> that is ridiculous because no one, that's so, that's not recurring, but yet people know how to respond that way. <laughs> uh, well, all right, I guess that'll wrap up minute 46. Mm-hmm. Do we want to tease? Do we have anything we're going to talk about in our, in the, you know the bonus content? I have content? a few different ideas. Can I lay them on you and maybe we sure. can pick together right now? Yeah. Uh, uh, last episode, we talked about Polk's Hobby Shop. So I was wondering, maybe we could talk about what hobbies the main, <laughs> all the characters okay. and Godfather have. Should we do that one? I like it. Yeah. Okay, let's do okay. that one. Yeah. Hobbies. Hobbies. <laughs> all right. So I guess that'll wrap up minute four. Oh, we got to rate it. Got to rate it. Got to rate it. Hmm. It's a big moment. Huge moment. Huge moment. Well... Let me just say this. This may be the first minute where Brando's presence does not bump it up one mm. because of his ham, because he hams up the death scene. Yeah. It's not terrible, but you're right. It's the effects. It's the lack of blood and the bullet holes. You, you do see at least when, when there's a close up and he's falling slowly, you do yeah. see at least one bullet hole and yeah, blood ketchup, coming out. A little ketchup on, yeah. his, on his shirt. You got some ketchup on your shirt, Pop. Let me get some <laughs> oh, so I just realized, bicarbonate soda. I'll get it out for you. Uh, some other notes I had about this before we wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, in the last shot, when they show the gunman shooting mm-hmm. uh, from like that overhead shot, yeah. the last shot, you see the gun, the, the fire come out of it, but there's no sound for that last shot. Ah, so keep an eye out for that. Oh, interesting. And uh, also when the Don, there's a continuity error because when they have that close up of him slowly falling over the front of the car and then he lands. Mm-hmm. Then they cut to Fredo going like, ah, getting all mm-hmm. scared. And then when they show the Don again, he's in a different position. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh. so, uh, so little, little, you know, like his coat yeah. is closed in the, in the close up shot. Yeah. So. Oh, neat. And, uh, to count to counter argument to your hammy acting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently when they were filming this in real life, you know, there were people like looking down from the windows and stuff who all lived and worked in those buildings. Oh, wow. And when after the Don got shot and they called cut, everyone, everyone uh, burst into applause. At, oh, at, interesting. I guess seeing Marlon Brando get to do something. So maybe yeah. that, maybe that's why he was a bit hammier because he was like playing uh, to the, literally playing yeah. to the, to the upper. Yeah. Upper, yeah. Upper, upper, upper. This episode of Godfather one was performed before a live audience. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give it um, three stars. Mm, how come only three? The the lack of realism frustrates me mm-hmm. in the in the shot. I mean, you do get to see Fredo bobbling a gun. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, if Fredo's signature line, if, mm-hmm. if the minute were a few seconds longer and we got to Fredo's signature line, it would definitely you be You think higher. that's his signature line? It, it's becoming that in our podcast, <laughs> I feel like. So, like, if you had the Fredo doll and pulled the string, <laughs> so that it, that's what we should do in a oh, bonus kind of. What would be the three thing. phrases that each doll would say? Should we that, talk about that? Yeah, today? let's do. Let's okay, do that. We'll, let's kick, do that we'll kick the hobbies down the road. Okay. Kick that can down the road. So, what do you want to give it then? If I give it three, mm. what do you want to give it? Which I could see being low. So, if you go four, I could I could understand. That. I may go four just because of the event the and how significant the, the event was in yeah. the in the whole film. Yeah, yeah, I'll go four. That's true. 
Mm-hmm. And we did learn a lot about oranges. Yeah. So, and when, I do like the shot from above too. I haven't seen Citizen Kane in a while, but I have a feeling it was, may have been borrowed from that. Hmm. Because Orson Welles was did a lot of cool, yeah, he crazy did shots of, like that. Yeah. Uh, um, but and I think Martin Scorsese may have borrowed that too, because I think in a lot of his films he uses that shot. Yeah, I guess it's a very dramatic shot. The yeah. overhead crane mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, yeah. uh, all right then, that's it. So. um Stick around, hear how the, what do they call those dolls? Uh, like dolls. you win them at carnivals. Those, it's, there's an old school term for them. Hmm. Talking doll? Nah, it's like a something doll. It's look, a, look, you asked, we'll, we'll answer. answer. Uh, okay, everyone. So uh, we're on Twitter at Godfather Minute. Go over there. We, I do some, we do some funny stuff over there. And we're also on Instagram mm-hmm. at Godfather Minute. And uh, join the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And go to Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Night Club on Facebook. And you'll get to uh, hang out with us and talk about the Godfather and uh, that kind of stuff. And thanks to all of you who have been posting on Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Night Club. I get a real kick out of people's pictures and the comments and the yeah. puns. It's a lot of fun. The Zaza videos. Hey. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that one yet, but That's I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, all right, everyone. So until then, leave, leave the, the gun, gun and, and take, take the, the cannoli. cannoli. Woo!